another episode of Executive Talk. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your afternoon to actually check us out. And today we're actually in the last part of our series, What Are You Speaking Into Your Business? Now, as we alluded to last week, we don't think a lot about what we say. We, we feel like we, we say stuff, but we don't really understand the depth and the impact of our, of our speaking and what happens to our business based off of our speaking. Everything that happens in our life, everything that happens into our business, your words has something to do with it. So we actually need to really start paying attention as business owners as to the impact of our words. Now, last week we had the opportunity to really discuss what our words operate from, from a fallen heart. Today we're going to actually discuss what it should look like, how we should speak, and how, the, how our speaking from the Lord will actually start to operate into our lives, into our business. So that's what we're going to discuss today. Now, what we're going to do and what we alluded to last week, if you joined us, is Genesis 1. And we need to actually understand just for a second here where our speaking and where the authority came from. The original intention started here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. Okay, remember, now the earth was a formless entity or empty. Same, same difference as your business entity. It's always formless and empty until you actually start speaking into it. So it's the same thing. No matter what you have into your life, it was always formless until you started speaking. If you wanted to, if you wanted a relationship, if you wanted something else, you spoke into something and then that's what started happening. So again, the same difference with our business. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God saw the light and saw the light was good. And he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Now, why is that important? Because God said, once he spoke, he looked at it, let there be light. There was light. A manifestation occurred. God saw that light was good. Okay. And God looked back at everything and saw everything was good. So everything in your life, God wants everything to be good. He wants everything to follow in that specific order. The original intent. For you to speak into your gifting where the Lord has you. We have to actually pay attention to our words and how our mouth was actually created. It was created in our original authority to have the same opportunity, to have the same type of impact, the same power. Now, we have the power regardless because the authority was given over to us, as you guys already know. But it was supposed to go the direction that he intended for you to go into. That's what your tongue, all your authority was supposed to go the way that the Lord created you specifically. Jeremiah 29, 11, as you guys know, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. So what happens with this particular scripture is that we say, you know, you can go and say, I know God has a plan for me. I know. But do you trust the plan that God has for you? Well, if you don't trust the, the plan that God has for you, then you're going to actually speak into the plan that you have for yourself because you need to get by at some point. The way that you're supposed to operate is you're supposed to operate off of something. 
And this specifically requires trust. So again, the original intent is for you to speak into your gifting where the Lord has you. So that way, the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and future. Your, opera your operation, every day of your operation is supposed to operate from this particular scripture as well. Hebrews 6, 17 through 18. So when God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his promise, he guaranteed it with an oath. Pay attention to that for a minute. He guaranteed it with an oath. He said, the plans that I have for you, okay, to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope and future, guaranteed it with an oath. Thus, by two unchangeable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we who have fled to take hold of hope set before us may be strongly encouraged. So that way, when you speak what the Lord has for you, when you're operating what the Lord has for you, you can be strongly encouraged that because you know it's impossible for God to lie. But do we trust that? That's our normal operation. That's what we're supposed to speak into. We're supposed to speak into our spiritual gifting. And where our tongue is operating in our authority, it is prospering. Your life is actually starting to prosper. Maybe you're not seeing the financial gain that you're looking for, and that's what you're thinking about prosper. But first of all, it's starting to heal the heart. And that's what we have to pay attention to. Our order of operation when we operate in this way, it starts to heal the heart first, but it starts with your tongue as well. It starts with a decision saying, I'm going to follow the Lord. See, I just spoke that out. So my heart and my body should start to follow these scriptures, and that's where everything should start to, start to change. Now, if we're not speaking into what the Lord is saying, if we're not speaking obedience, well, then how can the Lord actually operate in the plans that he has for us? We keep on interrupting the plan saying, no, 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 the Lord's not going to do it. I don't think he's going to do it. You just interrupted the plan. And that's part of the tongue and part of the healing process of repentance. We need to come back to that place where we actually trust everything that's written in this Bible. So that way, when we speak, we're speaking with authority. We're speaking what plans that the Lord has for us. And we're trusting that the Lord is not lying to us. Deuteronomy 33 reads, God, your God. This is part of his promise within repentance. Will restore everything you lost. So understand this. When we're outside of God and we spoke all these things into our life and we see this huge manifestation, we've lost. We've lost a lot of things. We weren't prospering. We thought we were prospering, but we're really not. So part of what the healing process of speaking and operating with the Lord is that he will restore everything you lost. He'll give you, he'll, he'll, he'll have compassion on you. He'll come back and pick up the pieces from the places where you were scattered. Okay. And we'll talk about what that means is scattered. No matter how far away you end up, God, your God will get you out of there and bring you back to the land your ancestors once possessed. This is part of his promise. It's part of his plan for us to prosper. It's part of his promise. John 12, 48 reads, There is a judge for the one who rejects me and doesn't receive my words. 
Pay attention to that. There is a judge for the one who rejects me um, and doesn't, pay, doesn't receive my words. It's all about the words. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. I have not spoken on my own, but the Father who sent me has commanded me what to say and how to say it. And I know his command leads to eternal life. So pay attention to the depth of that, that scripture there. How many times did I, did I operate and say, say? How many times did he say spoken? His words. That language that we speak has every last bit of impact for our, our entire lives. And again, it has every, everything to do with what we speak into. So once you start operating from this new place, and once you operate off of these commands, it, you're starting to lead to eternal life. That's part of one of his plans for you, is to make sure you're operating and going that direction. Part of this repentance process, part of what the Lord will do in the healing is renew your mind. We talk about renew your mind and how much the mind has, a, has an effect on everything. It's very true. But we have to understand how the mind has an effect on what we say. Faith is the current that carries the word in your words. Okay? You have to operate from the Bible that these are actual words. These are actually, this is for real. You have to operate from that specific place. And if your words line up with the Bible, well, then everything else is starting to line up directly with eternal life, with the plans that God has for you. But your words have to line up with the Bible. Your mind... And renewing your mind, it has to commit to obedience. Meaning anytime you have a feeling of wanting to be disobedient, you have to say, no, I'm going to commit to obedience. Once you start committing to obedience, you'll start thinking differently, which means that you'll start speaking differently. You got to commit to repentance. Repentance is a journey for each and every last one of us because no we don't know how much we create in our own lives based on being disobedient. So when we commit to repentance, what happens to us is there's a process. There's testing and healing all throughout the time. Now, it could be a slow process depending on how, how hard we work at it. But if we work really hard at it, this process will start to build you up, start to strengthen you, rebuild your trust, which rebuilds your mind, renews your mind, which renews the way you speak. Commit to his understanding and not our own. That scripture specifically is your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. That's very important to actually understand. So what, what does the Lord think about this situation? Well, the Lord thinks this, so I'm going to speak this way. This is all part of the healing process of repentance. And so your, your language will start pointing the way that the Lord sees life. Because remember, in the very beginning, when the Lord said, okay, Adam, what is this? What kind of animal is this? He wanted to make sure that that connection was right and was there. And make sure he saw life the way that God saw it. That's how man was in intended to actually speak. Romans 12.2 reads, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. So in your business, in life, 
you're going to have situations all the way through and through. But if your mind is not renewed, you're not going to know how to address it. You're going to address it from a fallen state. But and when we renew our mind and we start operating from this and we're not operating out the way that the world does things, we're operating on how God does things, well, then our speech starts to change. We start to say things like, you know what, God would not have me do that in my business. I'm not going to have this particular customer in my business because I know the Lord would not want me to partake in that. See, you're, you're, you're operating at a different level. You're operating at the level that you're intended to operate off, and you're speaking, most importantly, on that level. Because something is happening to your mind. You're renewing it. Your new speech. You have a heart for the word. In order for your speech to change, you have to have love for God again. There's part of you that actually has to have a fear of God as well. Those things have to start operating your heart in order to break the hardness down that's alien, that has alienated you from the Lord. It has to start for your heart first. This Bible has got to be the, one of the most important things and not to disregard what the Lord has for you anymore. And again, just to put it in simple terms, you have to go from disobedience to obedience. Once you start operating obedience, that means you have a heart for the word. That means your mind. That means you actually have conviction. How great this world would be that we live in if people operated and knew what type of conviction that they, that, that they have. And understand conviction before they, before they spoke. There's an awareness as to the impact that you have on others. When you're alienated from God, you, a place of idolatry is just saying, hey, nobody cares. I just said whatever. Nobody cares. I said this in my business. It doesn't matter. Well, now that you have the aware, awareness because you have a heart for God, well, then now your decision making is much different. Your speech becomes much different. Now, your heart and mind, there's checks and balances for your mind. Now, specifically, let's, let's think about it. The mind is a very creative place. The things that you think about on the daily, I, I, would you agree that they're pretty, they're, they're something else? <laughs> when you think about some of the things you think about and just some of the random thoughts that you have, you're like, whoa, the mind is one of those weird just things is just constantly doing stuff. Now, before you actually start to speak, guess what, now, guess what you have now? You have checks and balances for your tongue. So before you speak, before you start thinking that thought, I'm about to say what I'm about to say, your heart says that conviction, that intuition that men and women both have, ah, oh, no, don't say that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, guess what? Your heart's in the middle of this conversation now. Now you can actually start operating on taming the tongue. Because you, now you know that whatever you speak, whatever you're going to speak into your business, it has that level of manifestation that will happen. Now you actually start speaking into places where your heart's going to be safe. Have you ever had to actually walk around earth and every day of your life you're trying to figure out who can you trust? What, who's going to try to hurt me? Now the scripture says guard your heart. I understand that. But it's supposed to be guard your heart with, from, the, from the scriptures. So that way you can be in a place of vulnerability and you allow the scriptures to be your final say so. But once your tongue starts bringing in your heart because now you start speaking truth. 
You're speaking what God wants you to go. You're starting to walk towards scriptures because you know that you're starting to trust that the Lord's, the Lord has planned for you to prosper. He's looking to bring you back to that place where, where your ancestors were, were, were once were. This is, so now your speech is totally different. And now that your speech is different, now that the Lord is guiding your heart, you start walking the right direction. So everything that you're doing, you don't have to think about it, and your heart starts to open up a little bit more. You start to feel safe. And it's very important for business owners to actually trust their environment, to actually trust and know where they're going so that way they feel comfortable because business ownership is a big question mark. You never know what is going to happen day to day. You have no clue. But now you're operating off a different level because you're saying, well, the Lord has plans for me to prosper. I'm just going to follow and be obedient to what's happening. So that way your entity does not feel, does not feel empty anymore. The Galatians, Galatians 5, 22 through 23 reads, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Now, those all sound breathtaking. What would the world be like if we all operated off of that? But the fruit of the Spirit, not the fruit of the flesh, the flesh, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. So first and foremost, we have to unharden your heart so you can operate off of love. If your spirit is operating off of love, don't you think what you say has a little bit more conviction, has a, a lot more impact, has a lot more direction towards it, has a lot more thought behind it, both from the heart and, heart and mind? If your heart, if you're feeling joyful, if you're feeling at peace, if you're feeling patient, if you feel kindness, well, guess what? Everything that you start to speak is totally different, but it has to happen from within first. It's part of the repentance process for the fruits of the Spirit to actually start to operate. This is a very important for us to get to this place so that way when we speak, it's always going to lead you to more love, more joy, more peace, more patience, more kindness, more goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. That's how we, are, how we were intended to operate from. A healed heart. Repentance, obedience. It introduces you to faith. Because at some point in your life, you say, you know what? I, I, I don't know how to do life well. I made a lot of decisions that I'm still having to chase all my words. I'm starting to chase all my words within my business. And this business is starting to be very chaotic. I don't feel good anymore about it. I'm just going to start to repent and I'm going to be obedient. So once you start that process, it leads to faith. Now that process is very slow because now you're like, this, why do I have to get, get rid of this? Why do I have to do this? That's part of the faith process. But once you start to walk through that faith process and say, no matter what, then you start to become spirit led. You're allowing the Lord to lead your heart and your, the rest of you to the right direction. So once your heart, you have a new heart and it's not hard anymore. Well, then what you say is operating from the word. I'm going to start speaking life into my employees. I'm going to start speaking life into my business which is your ultimate goal where you're justified 
Not by sight, but by faith. But once you, you got to speak faith in order to operate in faith. You have to make sure you understand that distinguish. It always comes from the mouth. This, this repentance process is to bring you back to that original place before the fall. Now, here's faith speech. I, I try becomes, so how many people say I try all the time? Now, a lot of people say I try unknowingly, but this is coming from a fallen heart. I try. The Lord did not intend you to try. I will. Now, you say I will because everything that you're doing is for the Lord and it has a specific direction now. So you don't have to try anymore because when you try, that means you, your heart's been hurt a little bit. You have doubt that's happening here. You've seen too many things happen to you based off of some of the decisions that you made. So you're operating off of I try, which is the fallen place. The Lord never said in the Bible, try to walk in faith. Okay, you start operating off of I will, I might. Well, you're still wishy-washy. Have you ever tried to might something? You do this number and you still never go anywhere. It will happen. Now you're speaking with authority. Now you're speaking with this is where life is going. Once you're speaking with authority, your body can operate all the way through with I, it will happen. This is my business. That's still a fallen heart because that's how you know you're operating in idolatry. Yes, it is your business. Yes, you did open it. But did you open that business for you or did the Lord do this for you? There's an absolute difference. If the Lord did it for you, now you have a different responsibility. Now what you say even matters even more. It still matters in this, but you understand that the Lord did this for me, so your accountability is much different. It's higher than you. This is what I created for me. I'm following the Lord's will for my life. Now, which one has a stronger currency? This one, of course. Because the Lord, you're, there's praise in this. There's, there's, there's conviction in this. There's a direction in this. And most importantly, your authority is here. This is how we're supposed to speak and this is how we're supposed to operate. And this is the tongue that should be operating through our business. But it has to come from a repentant place. It has to come from a place where you speak in authority and where the Lord is sending you. Now, business or ministry? Yes, you'll still have a business, but if the Lord is doing this for you, He's more than likely creating a, a ministry for you. Maybe you're a massage therapist, but maybe your ministry is healing. Maybe you're actually understanding that you're truly a healer. And now your massage therapy becomes much deeper than a transaction. It becomes part of your world. Because you understand my ministry is healing. So when I have people on the table, I'm trying to heal their, their bodies. It's deeper. There's a connection there. So once you start speaking and the decisions that you make will have a different impact because you understand that I have a ministry. So I need to pray and understand that each decision, that each epiphany that you have. Oh, I think I should do that in my business. Where do you think that revelation came from? The Lord finally has an opportunity to talk to you and help you understand what needs to be in your business 
So that way you don't operate under painful toil. You're operating under your true authority. And so everything you start bringing in based off of what you spoke into that empty ministry for now starts to manifest for his glory. And so everything that you're receiving is blessed. Now, the new business model is now guided by the Holy Spirit. No longer is it guided by your words, it's guided by the Holy Spirit. Your, your job is to follow what the Lord is telling you to say and to walk and do. Everything is in sync here. You're starting to operate off a pure heart. Your mind is renewed, so you're thinking differently. You're thinking on a higher level. Just because you're a CEO doesn't mean you're operating off a high level. When you start operating on the lowest level, that's when you're operating off a high level. Now, when your tongue starts to associate that and your heart and mind are operating off the high level, well, then your speech operates on the high level. So everything that you do, everything that you're around, when you hire, you hire the right employees. You have, a, you have employees that have a heart for what you do, have a heart for the Lord, and everybody is in sync. So that way the Spirit of the Lord is in that room, in that office space. Your retention will skyrocket because you as a business owner, you're not threatening your employees all the time. They feel comfortable. They understand that the Lord is here. They understand the decisions as to what you're making and where they're coming from. So they feel comfortable with what you say to them. They know specifically that you're under guidance. You're under strict guidance because the Lord is right there with you. You will bring the right people in. You will bring the right people in to your business and to your entity because the Lord has already aligned those clients for you to actually help. So you feel comfortable about that. Fruit of the Spirit will be in all, all parties. That love, that peace, that patience, that joy, that self-control. Everything that the fruit of the Spirit is talking about and that we heard in church is part of your business entity. So when people point at your business entity, they are excited about what happens there. They don't, have you ever said, I don't know what that, what's going on with that, but there's something special about that place. The fruit of the Spirit is there. They can feel the environment change and they can feel the environment nice and gentle love. You can feel the love there. So as long as all this stuff starts to happen within your business, and as long as you allow the Lord to actually change what happens in your business, you will see a lot less, because again, part of the promise is not painful toil. You know, with this uh, particular topic, I want you guys to really consider the, the depth of this. You know, as a, as a, as a whole, we hurt, we hurt each other a lot when it comes to our words. We, we really hurt our employees. And sometimes, actually, when we don't have employees, we hurt ourselves. And it's all based on your words. You have an opportunity to actually change that direction. You don't need to operate off your fallen words. You need to op we, we have opportunity to operate off of God's words and what he has for us. We can be in that place of trust with him. You can see the change, and it will happen immediately. I want you guys to continue following this conversation and again, share it with your people and make sure that they know specifically how they can start to change and do some new operation within their business. We want to invite you to find us on Facebook and all our social media sites. Um, 
and let us know how we can help you out further. But in the meantime, we actually have to get back to work. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.